this is Heather. Welcome to The Beautiful Messy Show, a podcast for women who want to believe, behold, and become all God's created them to be in whatever season of life. I help women learn to live a faith-filled and fueled life. On this show, I will give you biblical perspectives for every season of life and mindset reset strategies for everyday life. So let's begin and learn how to find the message in the messy. Hello, beautiful sisters, and welcome back to the Beautiful Messy Show. We are currently in season 13, which is all about the Advent adventure. And this is episode two. And today, I just want to take a little brief time out because I am going to be celebrating my 50th birthday in just a few days, and I'm a half a century old. And I believe there is some discoveries and there's some delights in my adventure in life. And so I thought, well, why not talk about some of the greatest things that I've experienced and share a little bit of wisdom from my 50 years of adventure. Now, of course, there's a lot of things I can talk about. So I sat quietly this morning just thinking about how life is an adventure and how I've had to learn to wait and how I've learned to go on this adventure of faith. And there were times that I had fear and there were times that I was wondering and there was times that I needed to understand uh, how to discover something or sit in silence. But I learned early on, like at around 22, so halfway through my 50s, to delight in the Lord. And that was my first spiritual birthday. That was my first contact and crossing the line of faith with my Savior. And I'm so happy to say that I have spent a good 27 years with my Savior. And that has definitely made the the last part of my 50 years the best. And so what I wanted to do is just take a little time and share with you some of the blessings, some of my discoveries, and some of my delights. So I was just going to go through. I sat this morning and put a list together. And it really has to do with adventure. In the last 50 years, I just think of the things that I have went through and adventured through and the growth of my faith, finding Jesus Christ as my personal Savior, waiting and waiting and waiting and learning and learning and learning and patience and patience and patience. So what did I discover? So I'm not going to list these off one through whatever because I will get lost in uh, the chronological order. So I just made a list this morning and then I wrote it all in my journal and I tucked it away because I want to compare this list in 50 more years. If God graciously gives me 50 more beautiful physically and mentally strong years, I will take it. So one of my discoveries was being a mom. And I reflect back, I became a mom at the age of 23. And so right around the age of my spiritual birthday, I was probably one year being a mom without Christ. And so I am very thankful for that. I'm thankful for getting my roots down there and growing in Christ. I have discovered that 
being a mom, you suffer and suffering produces fruit. So all the seasons of mothering came with suffering in different seasons. I have three beautiful children. I have my youngest baby who will be 21 in February. Her name is Olivia. I have a daughter, Brittany, my middle baby, and she is 23. And my older son is 26, who just got out of the military. He was in the Navy. So I definitely learned a lot raising kids. But one thing I want to share, one discovery that I want to give to you is Psalm 143. I have prayed Psalm 143 over and over on several occasions over my kids' physical health, mainly mental health, and over my husband. So if there's one discovery, it's mamas, take Psalm 143 and run with it. Keep it and mark up that Bible. My favorite verse, I will tell you, over the years that I have kept close to me is Ephesians 3.20. And it is my reminder that he will and can do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can think or imagine. And I love to think that way. No matter where I feel there's a detour or a roadblock comes or there's confusion, I know that God's ways are higher than my ways. And I always go back to this verse. Very important. Um, If you are going to pass me cake, candy, or a cupcake, I would probably say, get me the chips and give me the salt and where are the peanuts. That has still been true. One other thing I would say that I have discovered that has become my strength is to keep plugging along. Sometimes things are foggy. Sometimes relationships are foggy. Sometimes learning a new skill can be really foggy and you cannot give up. Keep plugging along. It will come out. You will figure it out. God is always on time, always on time. And sometimes we think we're behind and we're late. Just keep showing up. God is on time. Another thing is the power of the Holy Spirit. Again, the last 25 years compared to the first 25 years. And again, many of those years in the beginning were young as a child and and in high school and in college, but really I could take notice right around my college years into my adulthood, the difference of really receiving the Holy Spirit, how it has lit up my heart and my eyes to the path that God has for me. And it literally redirected. So the power of the Holy Spirit is a discovery I will never, ever forget. Uh, the discovery of cooking, I will always, always love and the discovery of new flowers in my garden. I will always love. That's a passion. Audiobooks. I love audiobooks. Audiobooks are my favorite. I love to gather about 12 books for the year. I used to have a book club called the HB Book Club, but once HB Ministries really took off in the last uh, two years, I was not able to keep up on a platform publicly with the with the um, book club, but I still read. 12 books every single year. I love a book that can just sit on the counter and I can grab a cup of coffee and read just a few pages at a time and then highlight. There's something about my highlighters. You'll find highlighters all over my house. The book I'm currently reading is Whispers and it's a sweet book. I love it. So there's that's a whole nother episode, all my favorite books. Maybe I should put that together, my, my favorite books in the last 25 years. But definitely uh, audio and 
in in book reading is one of my favorite discoveries and one of my favorite delights. Another thing that I have learned and I will always delight in is learn to always forgive. Lean into God and lift the person that you're struggling with or struggling over to Jesus and get out of the middle. So what I mean is if you are in the middle of this, you're going to feel squished. Your emotions are going to feel squished. You're going to feel more anxiety. You're going to feel more depression. Just get out of the middle and like put God there and just walk away. I don't know. It's just that visual forgive and lean into God. That's been a huge discovery for me. Also, share all the hard things that you went through in life and be vulnerable. Don't hide. Don't feel like, wow, somebody's going to judge me because honestly, I have learned that when you share the vulnerable parts, when you share the pieces that you really want to hide that that happened in your life, you're going to heal a friend. So keep the mask off. Keep the mask off. That was a big one for me. Um, Let's see. My husband is my best friend. And I want to let you know a discovery that I learned as a very young mom is to keep your husband your main priority. Because now that we are empty nesters, he's still my priority, my main priority. We're still best friends. We still love to exercise and go to the gym and and bike and walk every single night and cook together and come up with new recipes and decorate together. We even love to mop the floors together. But we generated this energy as a young couple. And we've generated that for 25 years as we both began parenting. So sports were not a priority. Our jobs were, we've learned to shuffle. My husband has a very high strong job and he's learned to prioritize his family and we've learned to distribute grace where grace needs to be. So again, taking classes and growing and reading books on marriage and reading books on becoming a godly wife have been huge milestones in um, my past 25 years. Uh, Another thing, always master new technology. Don't feel like, wow, what's happening now? This is a new phone. Oh my gosh, I don't know how to work my computer. Push through it. You will figure it out. I look back and I'm thinking, wow, in the last year, two years, I've mastered podcast and there's been over 20,000 downloads on the podcast. That is so amazing. I have mastered the skill of publishing books through Amazon, still working on it, but mastering it. I have mastered and learned how to build and design my own website that I can work on without having to pay large amounts to someone. And these were hours of work, but you can master the skill. You can learn the new app. You can learn something that's going to help you help others in the world. Again, we have to be careful with social media. I've learned that too, but there's a lot out there. I still love clothes. Now, I have two areas that I love the most. If I was taking you in my closet, it would be my purses. I love purses, but I like very nice quality purses and I look forward to getting one nice purse a year. My birthday runs a week before Christmas. So a lot of times I get the birthday Christmas present, but it's usually very special from my husband and something that I've always desired and that I have in a special place in my closet. So purses are huge. Another thing is pajamas. I love, love, love my PJs. I love 
I don't know. I'm not one that goes to sleep in a t-shirt and some boxers or shorts. I've always loved my matching PJ sets. And so I get so excited, especially in the fall. Thinking about fall in cozy pajamas, I don't know. I just like get ready to restock and think about that. So that is just something that I've always loved and discovered. And it makes me feel good mentally. In the past 50 years, one thing that has come off my bucket list is a marathon. I did train for the 27-mile marathon, and I did finish. Finished in about four hours. It was the longest run ever. I may not have been the fastest, but I crossed the finish line. Yes, I did. And the training for that has taught me a lot, which my very, very first book that I published through Zondervan and Westbow Publishing, which is a very high-end publishing company, was the book called Run. And Run is located on my website at heatherbaxter.com, or you can go to Amazon. It's available there. And Run has a lot of stories and journal entries of how I learned to run the race, the, the race of faith. How did I learn that in the past 25 years? I was a huge journal girl. So that's going to bring me into another category. Huge journal girl. I love to keep journals. I love to write dreams. I love to write goals. I would always get a new journal every single year. So one of my highest passions to share with others and get in that sacred corner with others is about dreaming big. That's like the backbone to my calling. If I can energize another woman to dream upstream and not get stuck in the middle of where she is at, but to think above and beyond, it's going to be to teach you to write upstream dreams. Two of my favorite books in the Bible are Nehemiah, who is a huge dreamer, learned to dream when he noticed his city and the walls just broken, destroyed. He learned to dream. Also, Habakkuk. Ugh. Habakkuk, one of my other favorite verses, is write the vision down, make it plain on tablets, and run with it. You keep running, sister. You keep running. Man, I may have ran 50 times around the mountain to dream about something, but I have definitely learned some things when I kept running. So you think about that. Just keep running, keep running. Growth is going to happen. Here's another discovery. Growth and regrowth happens to everything that falls apart. When I think of seasons that I was dreaming upstream because something was falling apart, I learned patience. I learned to pray 143. And then I discovered regrowth because God is all about regrowth. So that is a pattern that I can testify to. You will see regrowth. You will see God make a way in the wilderness. Do not give up. Keep running. Good friends. Let's talk about friends. I have a lot of friends, a lot of friends in many different communities, um, on many different levels. This could be a whole nother podcast. And friends go a long, long way. I love every one of those friends. And if I think of a name, I can think of a place or an activity or something that I shared with that friend. But I will be honest, I am very introverted. I love to go out with my husband and have a nice dinner, maybe socialize and come back. That would be a perfect night for me. And I have a chosen few steady, present friends in my life. Just a couple. 
steady, present friends in my life. I am not one that goes and talks everything out with about 10 or 20 different people and have a big group, you know, you know how you have group chats with your girlfriends? Nope. I am, you know, I can tell you two right now, two steady, present friends that are in my life. Um, Another thing, what is another discovery that God has taught me? I would have to say, out of the fruits of the Spirit, the one that I struggled the most is self-control. I've always wanted to control or fix whatever I could. If it was something in my child, a mental thing in my child, or a physical thing, I wanted to fix it, and I would do everything to fix it. But I realized in time and discovered in time that God is at work and it's about his timing, which I love the season of Advent right now because we can dream, but we await God's timing and we await for God's will to play out. And when we get in the middle, you're sabotaging God's plan when you're trying to orchestrate it and put everything in order. And so I've learned that I have learned how to have more patience and lower my anxiety by just getting out of it, getting out of the middle and surrendering. Surrendering has been a huge thing probably in the last six years, but so grateful for learning self-control. Patience goes along with that. And I will say this is a discovery and this is a delight is I've always been one that likes my girl cave. I've always been one to create a space. If I can look back over my life, I can tell you that I've cleaned out the bottom of my stairs in my old house, you know, where you can keep suitcases and stuff like that. I cleaned that all out, decorated it, hung up pictures, all kinds of fun things, put a candle, and I would go and just, that'd be my cave. And that is where the first book was written, Run. But I loved to go down there in my morning time. I love creating spaces. I love creating a cave to go and reset and have my morning time. So if I could share something, discover a place. It's super important. In those places, I would have short prayers, not long prayers. Sometimes I would run to that cave and I still do. And I might just do a short breath prayer. Just let it out. Another thing that I've discovered is it's important, and I think I've said this, but I'm going to speak physically, is to always get back up and reset physically. Reset physically. I have definitely been yo-yo. I'm the yo-yoer in my weight. I can lose 40 pounds. I can lose 20 pounds, and I can put it right back on. But I've always been one to get right back up and get into the routine. What I want to work on in the later half of my of my uh, lifespan here is staying consistent. Very that's that's one of my actually that's one of my heart goals uh, and physical goals for this coming year specifically. I've been doing really good lately, and I notice the difference, especially as we're getting older. We want to rest. Rest is important and reset is important and routine is important more than ever, I believe, in the next 50 years. And so just get back up. It's never too late. No matter what age you are, reset physically. Reset. Another thing is be kind. That's a discovery. I have to be kind to myself. I need to be kind. When I look in the mirror, be kind to myself. I think... I have struggled the hardest with self-confidence, and a lot of people would not believe that. 
but deep inside, I will struggle. And so be kind to yourself. Have bath times where you can love on yourself. I love taking a bath. I always will. There's nothing better than a beautiful bath bomb, a book, and some music, and a candle. Um, skincare. I love skincare. I love to have a different skincare routine. It just makes me feel good. So that's another thing. Life is imperfect. So if you can do small things to make yourself feel good, it matters. And that is something I have definitely discovered and that I will take with me into the future. Now, I want to leave you with a couple things that I was just thinking of before we end. One thing that I've always done the past 25 years, along with journaling, is I pick my word for the year. I love to pick a word for the year. If you go back on my YouTube channel and you Google word for the year, you may you may see five videos, probably one of my videos from six years ago with whatever the word was. And how do I go about picking up the word for the year? How do I know um, what God is nudging and pressing in? How do I find that revelation? Those videos will definitely teach you that. But also coming up really soon in January, we're going to be doing the new me in 2023. And most of everything that is in that journal is what I have kept with me and what I've trained myself to do in the past 24 years. So the last half of my 50 years, what I'm sharing with you, I have created into your next workbook, which will be season 14 here on the pad, on the podcast. And listen, God has a lot of news for you, a lot of discoveries for you, a lot of delights for you. So some of my past words were reset, habit, routine, rest, change. And I'm happy to tell you that God has definitely presented my word for 2023 over and over again. He's revealed it through scripture. I even have the scripture passage. He's revealed it through odd conversations. And it just would, the word would just pop up. And it's like, you know, in your knower, like that knower that knows you really know. <laughs> it's like, okay, okay. I hear it. And he wants to do that. So it's a pattern with me and God, we've learned this little routine and I've always prayed, like I've started praying about this word in November is usually when I'll say, well, it's going to be that word again. And I look back and I reflect on how I did with the word this past year, which was reset. And I feel like I've reset a lot in certain areas, not every drawer. God was doing resets in certain areas, but he also was resetting in certain seasons and he was resetting throughout the year and helping me notice what area of my life wheel. So I'm huge on life wheels. You'll see that in your, in your new me in 2023 workbook, if you want to go on that adventure with me, but he would show me where he was resetting in areas of my life. Well, are you ready for this year's word? All right. My word for the, this year is posture. You have probably heard me say, posturing your soul. If you're following me, you are hearing me say that every single day. The posture of your soul. Posture. What is my posture in this situation? What is my reaction in my posture in this situation? What is my posture around my life wheel? And there's eight areas in our life wheel. Again, you're going to want to check this book out. My word is going to help me. I don't know what 2023 brings. I don't know what the what what this whole year is going to bring, but I know God has a verse and the word posture. Now I don't have the verse in front of me. 
Uh, it's highlighted, but I know it's the one. And I'll be writing that down and putting it in my dream journal. Your new me in 2022, 2023 book has a whole area for you to um, discover your word for 2023 and write it down and discover your verse. And this, this is foundational. This is something that's really important for me because it helps me discover more of what God is teaching me. So it's just kind of my foundation for the year. And that is something that I've always delighted in doing is discovering my word. So I want to have the right posture so I can be spirit filled uh, this coming uh, year. And obviously it's something we want for the rest of our life, but that's just my word this year. So those are a few things. I'm sorry if it sounded like a little bit more of a rambling um episode, but it's it's where I'm at and I've just been really reflecting and thinking back and and delighting in some moments and memories and really thinking about who am I? What have I really discovered? What have I really delighted in? And I just wanted to share. Now there's so many more. There's so many more, but those are the things that jumped out the most. So I just want to thank you for being part of one of my favorite passions, which is women's ministry, loving on women, guiding women, shepherding women in the word of God. And for you to just allow me to receive my voice, allow me to share sacred areas with you is probably the happiest thing that I could be celebrating on my 50th. And one thing I'm dreaming for is for God to just expand from the north to the south and the east and the west and keep this passion going. So it gives me a posture as I grow older and older. And I love that. I love the accountability. I love the sweetness and I love the feeling of passion. So thank you sisters for joining me. Life can get messy. But God is always doing something beautiful. I will see you next week. We will still be in season 13, episode 3. Blessings, sisters. Lost again, going back around. Dreaming of a time when I get things right. Lost in the shadows of a million stars.